This week's episode of Strange Range is brought to you by Rep Sports. Rep Sports offers a nice selection of supplements such as our new favorite energy drink, Raise Energy. Raise Energy's proprietary formula with 300 milligrams of time-release caffeine and packed full of electrolytes will keep you going and hydrated all day. I've noticed I tend to be much more focused and alert as well when I use this instead of other products that I've tried. Seriously, we've all been using this product and we highly recommend giving it a try. If you want to try Raise Energy by Rep Sports, just shop online at repsports.com. That's R-E-P-P Sports. And use our promo code at checkout for 15% off your entire order. That promo code is Strange Range with no spaces. Again, that's Strange Range with no space for 15% off your Rep Sports order. Also brought to you by Whizbang's Magical Staves and Medicaments. With the closing of Rourke's Discount Staves, many have been going without or struggling with the Trek 2 Pikes Place and Boab. Not anymore. Rourke's Discount Staves is back under new management and rebranding with less explosions. Whizbang's Magical Staves and Medicaments is here and located north northeast from Polebridge, next to the Warding Stone, across the stream, open from 32 to 64 Old Spain time. If that is still too much of a distance for you, there is a convenient port stone in the shape of a urinal soap inside Brannigan's. Simply speak the word Dunel while clutching said urinal soap, and you'll be transported to the shop front. If you're asking yourself, what is this ad? What does this even mean? Don't worry your little muggle mind. Certainly you will have no use for our signature goods, including and in no way limited to humanely sourced living wood staves, dowsing wands of every kind, including including huckleberry and morels, guzars, bozars, and a cornucopia of both raw and processed herbs and other alchemical goods, all at bargain prices, pleasantly duty-free, and with zero government oversight or background checks. Whizbangs would like me to inform you that most currencies and bartering goods are acceptable. The Janipt Karn is the preferred currency, however, and those using that coinage will receive two punch-outs on any applicable punch card instead of one. Whizbang would also like me to remind you, no slavery, elves, familiars, minions, dogs, or faithful are welcome. Do or away, da way. All right, ready? Three, two, one. What's going on, everybody? You are back from Strange Range, episode seven. Man, we're really yeah. trucking along. Oh yeah. On this episode, we uh, get drunk and say things. So, yeah. <laughs> <laughs> long hard days at work, wipe the hell out. And uh, this is our way to unwind. Beers and bullshit. I kind of like it when we do these episodes right after work because uh, I don't want to do anything right after work, but then once we actually get to it, it's like, it feels good. It feels yeah. right. Hanging out. We're doing the job that we actually like doing. So. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Having two jobs, fucking busting our ass. Like, it, it's funny because, like, like, when you get the idea of podcasting, like, I was like, fuck yeah, it's going to be so much fun. We're going to do all this, this, and this. The process of us starting, like, the last two months of doing this, we have not only learned so much, but realized how much work it takes. Like especially Chase, the workhorse over here, spending hours cutting these things up for you guys. Uh, it's, uh, it's actually producer extraordinaire. Thank yeah, you. he has a title now, getting cards. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, it's, it's way more work than you think, but man, it's so worth it. Like I, I honestly love doing this. Well, and uh, thanks to our brand new sponsor that you mm-hmm. guys just heard about, Whizbang. Uh, we got a case of Budweiser in front of us, so we're going to make this a real fun one. Oh yeah, thank you Whizbang. <laughs> Well, I think it's only right that we uh, we start this uh, beating the same dead horse we've been beating. We, we still have XFL news somehow. Big Dick Vince is back at it just fucking people again. There is there is some news on Big Dick Vince, I'll tell you what. So, turns out the guy is a little slimy. I think we, we kind of knew that already. <laughs> so, as we talked about a couple episodes ago, uh, the XFL did file Chapter 11 bankruptcy. Uh, it is no longer in Vince McMahon's hands. But it turns out before that happened, he cashed out, uh, paid his own company, WWE, 
uh, <laughs> $1.35 million. Uh, and this is, by the way, he owes like $22 million to investors on this league. Well, well he doesn't anymore because that's, you know, out of his hands. The WWE did that money after losing Gronk. Yeah. <laughs> Oh I just, I, I think this is kind of hilarious. I mean, I, I'll just take this here. It turns out, so the, the WWE was actually uh, working as kind of the back office for the XFL. He was, mm-hmm. he kind of lumped everything together. Okay. Which makes things a little bit messy. I'm not, I'm not a lawyer. I don't really understand business that well. Um, so I can't, I can't really verify how business this stuff works. ethics. Yeah. Business ethics. But somehow they were kind of tied together. Anyway, he, he took, he took <laughs> as much money out of that league as he could. He's like, pump it back into my league because I'm not losing everything. Which, frankly, the guy fronted a ton of money and then lost his ass on it. So. And you know what? Like, I mean, it's a what they call it an insurance game. It's an act of God. Mm-hmm. They call. It, I mean, think about it. Like, yeah. Exactly. What are the fucking odds this shit's gonna happen? Yeah. I told Chase that earlier today. Literally, we had a massive windstorm the other night and it blew the roof off a building locally. So they have to stay closed down. And was, he's talking about how they're going to collect some insurance. I was like, they'll call that one an act of God. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Sorry, we don't cover that. <laughs> we don't have wind insurance. It blew down fucking billboards on the two, man. I, uh, there was one that was down the other day when I was driving down there. And it sheared the fucking telephone poles that was holding it. Sheared. It was just on its side, yeah. snapped. You can see him stick out of the ground. It's crazy. Yeah, it was rough. Uh, so anyway, after he, after he took that money and ran, um, the league is actually going up for auction as of August 3rd. Where there is twenty potential buyers lined up, the XFL will have new ownership as of August third of this year. And as we talked about last week, uh, there—I mean, everybody that's that's involved in wanting to buy this league uh, is fully prepared to restart next spring. Fuck yeah! What's the starting bid? One penny. It's gonna be about two fifty. It will be interesting to see what that goes for because, like, how do you set a market value on that? It's definitely hard because for one, it already went bankrupt. Regardless of the reason, if you're buying and selling, like it, it's black and white. They mm-hmm. don't care why it happened. So it, it, it's but going a, into it. You'll have to have enough money to pay athletes right off the bat, and then make mm-hmm. money back on it later as time goes on. And with fucking stupid COVID, which how who knows how long that'll take effect on fans and the attendance and how people regulate things. How long is it going to be before you can make money off ticket sales? I want to know who's uh, who the twenty are. Because think about it, like just what you just said right there. They have to not only be able to buy it, but instantly pay salaries Bill to Gates. keep people on. Fucking old Billy Gates. <laughs> <laughs> and that's the that's the thing because there's they were ta- uh, the reports I was reading last week. It, it sounded like it was a lot of people that were investors in the league before, and so I mean they already have kind of a vested interest in this league. And uh, come on, Oprah, save me. <laughs> please, please don't go anywhere. Save me, dude. Oprah. <laughs> this this league is too near and dear to my heart for Oprah to step on it, dude. Oh, <laughs> you all get XFL. <laughs> but realistically, I mean, what are they buying at this point? They're not buying stadiums. They're not. I mean, they're buying team names and yeah, you're not and buying, You're not even buying players necessarily because they're all on one year contracts. Yeah, like none of those. I mean, I'm sure they'll pick a lot of those players back up. The ones that haven't already jumped ship to the NFL. But what are they really buying right now, other than like the, the <laughs> business name? The few that were talented enough for the NFL to be like, we'll give you a shot. <laughs> Because all these teams were playing in existing stadiums, they didn't. Build That's what any. I was going to ask you. So they didn't build any. Are, do they just have a uh, like a contract? Yeah, pro yeah teams they just like use it. the field. They shared it in the offseason yep. of NFL pretty much, where they wouldn't have to be competing to use the game or use the stadiums. Which the owners of those stadiums were all all about, because then they can make money in the offseason. Yeah, yeah. Basically, all year round at that point. Um, so like the Seattle Dragons was playing at CenturyLink Field, and now Seattle nobody's Seattle's making playing. any goddamn money. <laughs> You go bankrupt. Man, you go bankrupt. Dude, AMC, the theater chain, is about to go bankrupt. Really? Yeah, dude. They said that they've burned $2 billion in the last few months not making anything, and they only have less than a billion in their bank account. And they said, unless movies come back to normal soon. Boo-hoo, by the way. Oh, yeah, yeah. Fuck you. Boo-hoo. But, like, 
the crazy thing is, is like, okay, so let's say, okay, so Black Widow, Wonder Woman, mm-hmm. uh, 84, stuff like that. Those all have been pushed back till November or later, depending yep. on how things go. So all these massive movies that people actually go out and they bring in all the money for the theaters, none of them are coming out. So it's like, even if the theaters come back with small time movies that don't have the same budgets, they're not going to make anything nearly compared to what they were. Well, this has been coming for a long time. Netflix, there's a reason why, uh, when, uh, fuck, what was it? Um, the Will Smith movie, uh, it's like a, like trolls everywhere. He's a cop. Uh, His partner's a troll. Light? Or no, 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 light. Uh, bright. Bright. Bright, yeah, yeah. So that was uh, bright light. Bright. Spell your name out on that shit. Dude. If my sister get pissed because I throw away all her fucking pegs. Uh, anyway, but <laughs> but no. So uh, but uh, that was like the very first step in this plan that Netflix had to kill uh, movie theaters. Uh, it was already dying as is with the way technology has been advancing. Um, certain apps uh, on like the PlayStation dashboard or Amazon Fire, uh, those apps have been making to where at certain times we're allowed to sell movies in theaters. Now that the coronavirus happened, like they've been doing it a lot. Where you can buy movies in theaters right there. It's been a long time coming. And Netflix put out their first full-length movie. Now we've seen a bunch of them. There's a bunch of good ones, their own shows. And yeah, they got Steve Carell and John Malkovich in the series with, with uh, Space Force, which is awesome. You should watch that shit. But yeah, this, this has been... A natural progression, except recently it got you know violently pushed forward to the end. Well, the only movies that make mo- uh, money in theaters anymore either have big, big director names, mm-hmm. huge stars, Tarantino, mo- or Marvel movies, yep. or low budget horror flicks. Those are the only things that really make real money. We're gonna steer this back into the lane here. Daddy Sandler, shirts off, I'm fucking catching some wind. <laughs> so- so apparently everybody's going bankrupt, and Vince McMahon is not immune to that. That's it's still that's, that's fucking nuts. But I'm excited to see it potentially come back. Hopefully, uh, in April. It'll be um, different. It won't be the same. I haven't Dude, watched it. I want to watch. So it. You should just watch. I think. It, I think we had eight weeks. So there's there's plenty of like super cool football to watch actually. Nice. Okay. Um, but I mean, yeah. So now we. <laughs> There, there was, there's been a lot of good quarterbacks coming out in the draft lately, which means there's also a lot that are not getting drafted, which hopefully means that there's going to be decent talent when they restart. That's, I think, the biggest thing that they're up against when they come back is personnel. Yeah, um, I think the coolest thing about the XFL is being viewed as a B-league, which the NFL has never had to pull talent out of. Mm-hmm. So it's like, that's kind of cool. But and it worked really well. There was like, uh, PJ Walker got uh-huh. signed to a, a pretty or a, a backup contract. Carolina. But, He's yeah. like third string in Carolina. Yeah, but I mean... Way Carolina works behind Teddy, you never know. Teddy and uh, Roosevelt. Josh Allen, the white yeah. that dude who's oh, right. he throw four touchdowns and he throw four picks the next game. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Up and down, consistency but. is not his thing. Yep. Yeah. Uh, I, I like having this stuff just for the fact that like you get to see like sometimes I'll watch some AHL games or like back in the day, like, said before in a mm-hmm. prior episode, like I, I used to watch a little bit of college ball. Every once in a while, you get a better game than you will see all season in the NFL. Yeah. Because those guys are fighting fucking hard, man. Mm-hmm. They're not getting paid as much. They're trying to get their name out there, whether it's, you know, at a college, at the college thing, but they're mm-hmm. trying to get in the big league. Um, yeah, sometimes you get you get dudes taking bigger hits, taking bigger risks, trying to do what they can to, you know, to make the front page and make their name out there so they end up in a draft. Totally. And not only that, like, I mean, the NFL is kind of notoriously known as the no-fun league. Uh, <laughs> there's been uh, numerous reports or, like, uh, interviews with, with, with past XFL players from last season. Um, there was one in particular, and I can't remember who the player was, but he said, this was real football. Uh, because it was not as regulated, there wasn't these stupid breaks all the time mm-hmm. for for uh, uh, commercials and all that stuff. I mean, they yeah. still had commercials, but it was limited. Um, they did this kind of interesting thing. 
uh, where they mic'd up all of the coaches. And so when really? they were play calling, you actually heard the plays that they were calling, which is strange. Like, it's, it's interesting that they wanted to do cool, that. But, like, the NFL, those coaches would be so pissed off that that's happening. Like, yeah, they're yeah. covering their mouths all the time to make sure you oh, don't yeah. see what play you're calling. Well, they do that in hockey, too, mm-hmm. with their little, uh, little brochure-looking yeah. thing they have all their plays yeah, on. Their, their, their like, laminated menu. After games or during games, LeBron James and other players will fucking they'll pull their jersey up over their mouth and talk to each other so they can read their lips. So I thought that was crazy because, like, yeah, you, yeah because you don't see that. Mm-hmm. It's it's kind of a wild thing to, like, see them mic it up and put it on national TV. And it kind of sounded at times like it was being piped through the speakers in the stadium. That that would be reckless. Yeah. <laughs> cool. Was, I don't know if that was actually the case. I didn't get to attend a game. I was actually supposed to go to one on, like, April 25th of this year, and that was, like, two weeks after it ended up canceling. So that, right. that fucking, it's Seattle. Okay. Yeah. Still haven't been. We, uh, I would go for that. We'd yeah. Do that. We fucking vlog the whole thing. Mm-hmm. If it comes back, I hope they come back with the same team names. Maybe different jerseys because the Dragons jerseys kind of sucks. Who goes blue, green, black, and orange? What the fuck is that? Colorblind motherfucker. I don't understand it. Dude, but the Dragons colors. were cool. Like, that was a cool name. I'd have bought the merch. Dude, my fucking middle school's colors were green and orange. You're either the Kalispell Pukes or the Kalispell fucking Carrots. Right? No shit. <laughs> what were your uh, so just side thing? What were your guys' mascots? I was the my high school mascot was the Tomahawks. The Tomahawks. Okay. So yeah, I boarded a the race. Empire, right? <laughs> uh, my high school was Flathead Braves, and it's Arrowhead. Okay. I'm <laughs> oh, dead serious, bro. Yeah. I'm dead serious. They're both weapons. No, mm-hmm. oh, Jesus. Dude, I'm I went to start. Mm-hmm. I went to uh, two high schools. I went. Uh, we were the Mazama Vikings, and then uh, I was the Central Valley Falcons. And by the way, same fucking logo as the NFL. I don't know how they're stealing that shit. My, my high school logo looked just like Kansas City Chiefs. Yeah, dude. Exactly the same. Yeah. And then like the other school across from my, uh, across town I lived in Klamath was the Henley Hornets. When I moved to, to California to finish high school, fucking they were the uh, the Enterprise Hornets. It was the exact same logo. Yeah. I swear to God, it was like clip art. Well, it's like any school that has the Bulldogs as a logo. It's always yeah. the same goddamn Bulldog. Uh-huh. Yeah. Uh, so the NBA released their playoff uh, schedule for this year, which I believe is going to start next month. Mm, they're still voting on exactly what date will start, but it's all going to be take place in Orlando, Florida. Yeah, so they're doing a, a, a bubble city uh, concept, I think is what they're calling it. Um, so they there's there's hardly any active cases in Florida. It's it's a like super low impact state, kind of like here in Montana. Um, so they're doing their, it's wild. So they're going right into the playoffs, of course. Um, but everybody's going to be in the same city, which means everybody's away from their families. Well, they're actually, no, that's not true. They're, they're allowing them to bring their families with them or a certain amount of people. Um, so that they can all stay in the city together, but then they're, that's where they're at until the season is over. Can you imagine having to go, the amount of money that costs, having to go through all that Mm -hmm. shit because imagine if it's like. One fucking shit bag on your team that still has two years in his contract. Yeah. You can't get rid of him, and now you gotta pay that much money to move his shit bag family with you. Yeah, no shit, dude. That's gotta be frustrating, man. So I guess they're gonna they're gonna test everybody um, on their way in and out of the stadium, and if you test positive, they're you're basically you're done. Wow. You're out for the the rest of the season. Really? Which is crazy, but I mean, I guess how else do they do that? I mean, then it's it, not fucking real playoffs, but yeah. Yeah, I mean, it's. There's huge asterisks next to this season, for sure. The top um, 16 teams in the Eastern and Western Conferences will be joined by teams currently within six games of eighth place in the two conferences, New Orleans, Portland, San Antonio, Sacramento, Phoenix, and Washington. There's 13 Western Conference teams and nine Eastern Conference teams total. 
with eight regular season final games to close out the season and a possible play-in tournament for the eighth seed in playoffs, and then standard playoffs from there, pretty much? Yeah, yeah. So they're, they're doing a play-in for the eighth seed. Um, you have to be within so many games. I want to say it was within six games of, of making having made the playoffs when the season was over. Um, and then they were talking a potential um, a potential play-in for the ninth seed if they were within within four games of the eighth seed. It, it's a weird situation. It'll be interesting to see who actually makes it in that kind of bottom rung. Um, you know who's going to be there at the top. And I think that's all that really matters. You're not you're not going to have a crazy upset that's going to, you know, Denver Nuggets to upset the Lakers to take the championship or something mm-hmm. crazy. You know, that's not going to happen. Like, you can pretty much assume it's going to be it's going to be the Clippers, it's going to be the Lakers, or it's going to be uh, uh, like the Rockets. I believe were up there really high. The Bucks. Uh, the Bucks. Yeah, and the Bucks are killing it, man. That's Giannis Antetokounmpo. Antetokounmpo. Shout out to episode two. Among the eight teams left out of the Orlando format, several are disappointed and concerned about how a nine-month window between NBA games affects their teams competitively and mainly financially. Which makes sense because I mean they got canceled in March. Nothing's happened. They're not going to come back till whenever the season wraps I mean, up and however the break is between, I guess. But how does that really impact anybody negatively? Because everybody's been off for that long. I honestly... It negatively impacts Vince Carter. Yeah, that sucks. Vince Carter's getting boned on this whole situation. Because he plays for the shittiest team ever. Yeah, and he, the fact that he has to end on such a low note, that sucks. However, like it doesn't give anybody an unfair like uh, disadvantage for having been out because everybody's been out. Um, just like we were talking about with football last week, the teams that are going to have a huge advantage going into this playoff series are going to be the ones that are that are led by veteran players. Uh, the Lakers, again, the Clippers, you know, it's, it's going to be those teams that have been playing together for a long time. The Rockets, I think, would have a bit of an edge with James Harden and... Uh, uh, James Harden and what, Westbrook? Yeah, Westbrook. <laughs> um, I just, you know, it's... You don't have it. No, everybody's on the same. I thought they were too big of ball hogs to work on the same team. They were actually working. Well, they played together in college too, so they already had that chemistry. And they played in Oklahoma. Mm -hmm. But what else is weird? They don't have any big guys. They're a small guy speed format, and you know, it wasn't working great, but it was working enough for them to be in a a place to hit playoffs. That's kind of the direction that that league's going anymore, though. Everyone's kind of steering away from centers because they have a big man though in the middle to swat shit. Yeah, (laughs) but but everyone's posting up outside. Get that home with the big palms. At this point, like that's that's just not the direction that things are going. Steph Curry changed the fucking league in that way. Well, he, but that dude can sink threes from anywhere. Yeah, but now that's what that's who's getting drafted is people that are small and that can sink threes because that's the direction things are going. You don't have big power forwards anymore that are just running to the rim. You know, you don't have to. Like, why would why would you waste your time? To be honest. Yeah. That guy just literally walks to the rim and drops the but ball. What's crazy is he, he's tall. like seven foot two, but he looks so natural at that size that he yeah. doesn't look like he's a big tall, like yeah, some elongated big freak. Yeah. He looks totally proportionate. He's just a giant motherfucker. It's crazy. It is so crazy. while we're talking about NBA, real quick, brand new news: Kevin Durant. Breaking news: <laughs> ahead of Thursday, ahead of Thursday's announcement, that the league will resume on July thirty first. So there is a date, July thirty first. Caesar Sportsbook in Vegas. Lowered Brooklyn's championship odds from 750 to 1 to 60 to 1 because Kevin Durant and Kyrie Irving will be healthy by then in return. 
Interesting. So we'll get to see them united for the first time under the Brooklyn Nets banner that by playoffs be, this year. That would be the first. Wow. Kevin Durant's been hurt all year. That's wild. So they just lowered their odds from 750 to 60. And Kevin Durant is one of those a players beast. much like uh, LeBron. He's he plays kind of, his best basketball he's kind of in the playoffs. But he's a fucking badass. Yeah, well, and when he's really on the line, he turns it on. He is emotional, and I don't hate that. <laughs> You're fucking 10-ply, bud. <laughs> <laughs> That's but amazing. that is exciting. That's kind of some, a cool snippet to look at, you know. That's ex- that's super exciting news. I might actually watch a little bit this year. Like I, I, you, basketball was one of those things that like I I was around a certain person in my life, a stepdad. He was a, a big Kings fan and a big Raiders fan. So like I, I Sacramento up, and Oakland. Yeah, dude. I, I grew up watching the Raiders. My uncle and he got me really into that. And I, you know, my stepdad came around. He took me to a couple games and that kind of died off. And he got me into basketball for a little bit because he did like Sacramento and the Lakers. So when Kobe started winning, that was like a, a big deal mm-hmm. in that household. Cause that dude drank a lot of tequila, mm-hmm. so like when, when the fucking he would he he, he was like he had bought a house in a yuppie ass neighborhood, and he was absolutely the opposite. He had just finally gotten a good job, so he was just this loud drunk dude. And like, do I remember when the fucking when they got the three peat? He literally goes on the front porch with no fucking shirt on, beer gut out, was like, fuck yeah, in the suburbs, at the top of his lungs, in a cul sac at the top of it. They might have had a three peat. MJ had two. <laughs> <laughs> But, and to Kobe. Those I, five I, I, I think the last game that I actually watched, Jason Williams was still playing for the Kings. Dude, white chocolate. Dude, it, by the way, like I, I don't even watch basketball, but every once in a while, I'm like laying in bed, can't sleep, and I'm still drinking watch beers. Highlights. I'll watch highlights. Dude. And dude, that behind-the-back elbow pump my fucking pass. My dad has told me my whole oh. life there was nobody smoother than white chocolate. Absolutely not. Before we leave NBA real quick, uh, the... the the worst, oh, it's cool. Uh, <laughs> we're drinking and saying things this episode. We're doing exactly what we planned on doing. Uh, the the weirdest thing about the playoff schedule, uh, I think, for the NBA is that they t- apparently didn't look at any other sports league schedules before they set it. Uh, if the NBA championship goes to a game seven, which it did last year, I believe it did the year before, they will be up against NFL Monday Night Football. Oh, Fuck. Ask the MLB how that goes. Come on, nobody looked at the fucking schedules. Are you serious? So, I mean, I guess they just did. Dude, the difference. Is the juice worth the squeeze? I mean, maybe that's the only way of doing it. No, dude, do it on Tuesday. (laughs) Play game seven on Tuesday. You don't have to play it on Monday. I don't know. I just don't understand it. Uh, I'll kick it over to Brett for some NHL news. What's going on with playoffs? So what we got going on is, uh, it's the same shit, except for they're just like changing a few details. It's making it hard as fuck for me to follow, and all I keep focused on is when is this goddamn shit going to start. But uh, it looks like this, okay, it's going to be complicated, but this is what they have, uh, this is the final draft of the way it's going to be laid out. Okay, so what's going to happen is, is both uh, both teams came to an agreement, sorry, both um, conferences came to an agreement. And what's going to happen is, is all four playoff rounds, uh, first round, second round, conference finals, and the Stanley Cup will be best of seven. Uh, and But there's going to be a qualifying round at the beginning. So what they did was they took the top teams, and those guys are, they're fucking locked in. And it's almost like a wild card setup, but the wild card games are going to happen first to, to okay. see okay. who gets their seed. So the first round is going to be the qualifying round, and that's going to be a best of five. So you got to win three to get there. And then after that... Uh, it says uh, the teams will be reseeded and not be bracketed. What? Yeah. Oh, wait, this is off NHL.com. 
How does that even work? I don't fucking know, man. Like, <laughs> there's gonna be some weird shit going on with sports when it returns. Yeah, I'm, I'm it's starting to it. sound like fucking Taiwan baseball, dude. It's <laughs> for real. So check who's winning? I don't know. Well, this is the problem with this sport is it's multinational mm-hmm. because of Canada. Mm-hmm. So Canada and the U.S. have to agree on that. Have to have to agree on this shit inside the NHL. So uh, in each succeeding round, the highest remaining seed in each conference will face the lowest, and the second highest remaining seed in each conference will face the second low. Uh, who the fuck is writing this? Will face the second lowest remaining seed, and so on and so forth. Is uh, it written in red, <laughs> dude? Ties, <laughs> ties in each round robin will be broken by regular season point percentage, and this seeding order will continue throughout the playoffs. The qualifying round will will select the higher seed teams to have home ice in games one, two, and five. Thank God you didn't try to explain this without reading it, dude. I can't. Jesus like, <laughs> uh, the higher seeded teams in in the first round, second round, and conference finals will be designated as the home team in games one, two, five, and seven. Uh, home ice for the Stanley Cup final will be determined by regular season points percentage. With the team, uh, with the team with the highest number of points designated as the home team in games one, two, five, and seven. <laughs> so we've talked about all the sports that are coming back. Let's talk about the one that probably won't be, and that's the MLB. They tried to make them sign off on a thing for eighty-four game season that was reduced, and it had a slide scale on payment. We talked about it mm. this week. The we players, covered it. The players' union sent something back saying we want a hundred and twelve game full season, or else we're not playing. The league denied it, and they said they have no counteroffer. Dead in the water. That's like, a, that's, a, it. that's like a done. fucking rich grandpa who's mean as shit that won't let you in the well unless you get a master's degree. It's, <laughs> it's like, over. hey man, how about I just be cool to you and you like me? Like, <laughs> I wipe your ass. How about I wipe your ass when you get old, you old yeah. fuck? <laughs> you old fuck? Yeah, dude. Like, why would you? Literally, this is not the time for ultimatums. Listen, old man, three things are going to happen here. Me hitting you, you hitting the pavement, <laughs> the ambulance hitting 60. I love that. And the ambulance <laughs> hitting fucking 60. <laughs> Oh man, but you know what? Baseball, uh, baseball players. I mean, I, it's, it's been a bad, it's, it's been a bad optic, I think, for MLB players um, whining about the lack of money that they're making when they're still going to be making millions. However, I feel like if someone said, "Hey, come do your job anyway," but we're only going to pay you twenty percent of what we normally pay you, I probably also wouldn't be there. It's it, does does it really matter the dollar amount that you're getting paid? I would if, say, would you rather not get paid at all? Well, that's the thing, though. They sign contracts with. You get this, you get that, and if they go back on it, anybody has the right to be like, well, fuck you then. That's true. It's really not the same thing as me that's making much less than a million dollars a year. Yeah. You know? Because well, like, 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 Harper, dude, he makes fucking 45 million a year. But fuck those tits. whiners. Let's, uh, let's talk about some sports that are actually happening right now. Let's go to UFC. So we have a vacant bantamweight title shot coming up here soon where they're talking about Jose Aldo versus Peter Yawn, which are... Two of the higher contenders in bantamweight. Jose Aldo doesn't necessarily deserve it. Peter Yan definitely does. But Agreed. at UFC 250, they have Alamein Sterling versus Corey Sandhagen in the bantamweight. And they're pretty much fighting for who will fight for that belt after either Yan or Aldo win it. So there's big uh, things on the line that are coming up soon. And that'll be cool. But the bigger news is Dana White and John Jones got into a big verbal spat on several different occasions of the last week. And John Jones says he's relinquishing his light heavyweight belt. He's revoking it, not wow. relinquishing it. Well, and it okay, is, at John, his wait. age and after okay. the steroids and legal trouble he has, he's setting himself up for retirement. When he could have just got paid to fight Ngannou, he could have got paid to fight Izzy. And he's going to back out of all that because of a little verbal spat with Dana White, who you're not going to win an argument with. Okay, well, back up a little bit here for me. Mm-hmm. What the fuck does that mean? Like, 
grammatically saying he's revoking his own belt doesn't make any goddamn sense. Well, no, it doesn't. Yeah. But he's trying to make a statement and be like, hey, fuck you, Dana. You didn't take it from me and I'm not giving it up. Nobody beat me and took it. I'm fucking giving it back. Fuck no, you. What the UFC fuck is, is unique in the set compared to other sports. It's very fucking personal. And Dana White runs things the way he wants it. So if yeah. you fuck with him, and you could get fucked. It's per- and it's, with him, it's personal. With the fighters, like, like usually like a lot of the other sports, you'll see that like you can tell they had some pissing matches behind closed doors and then they cleared some shit out, and then they walked up to the screen, and to the fucking cameras, and then they give you a statement. UFC doesn't filter shit. Yeah, but have you ever seen Adam Silvers from NBA or Roger Goodell from NFL be like, so, here's what's on my fucking mind. <laughs> Fuck that, dude. Okay. Fuck this. Nobody does it like Dana White. Okay, well, generally, I mean... Oh, no, I'm not, like, arguing you. Yeah, I'm yeah, agreeing. Yeah. I'm no, just yeah. saying Dana White does not play your game. So That's interesting, because he would be, like, essentially the commissioner. Yeah, he's the he's the guy you... If, if you want to have a problem, you yeah, go talk to him. If you exactly. want to have, have an issue solved, you go talk to him. Exactly. He's also their spokesperson at the same time. He's everything. But, I love yeah. listening to his interviews. I'm not, I know. Like, I'm not a huge UFC guy. Dude, like, that's fucking un- illegal. Unfiltered. <laughs> completely unfiltered. It's the best. So to get back to what you were saying with him revoking it, because, like I said, it's so personal in the way it's been... The precedent that's been set and the paradigm with that... That dudes can do shit like that. They can literally like throw a fit over something, give their belt up, and Dana is so cut and, wa- and cut and dry. He's like, okay, 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 fine. Well, we'll <laughs> give you a call when we fucking want to give you a fight. Also, you're on contract, so you can't go anywhere till you get that call five years yeah, from now. You can't have fun when you're too old money. to fight. Well, that, yeah, that's the thing about John Jones. Oh, that's, There's a part, that's a part of the ruling. He, if he gives his belt back, he's still under contract with mm-hmm. the UFC. He can't just go fight for Bellator. He no, just can't go fight and for make, somebody else. He's dude, stuck. PFL million a fight. Yeah, dude. And uh, the other crazy part, so this That's whole thing funny. led up because Francis Ngannou, that giant freak we were talking about a couple weeks mm-hmm. ago, we looked him up. And, Big yeah, son of a bitch. That guy was supposed to fight John Jones <laughs> because freak. Stipe and Cormier is. 3 is going to happen soon. And until then, they won't give Ngannou a title shot at heavyweight. So they were going to bide both John Jones's time and Ngannou's time, even though John Jones should be defending his belt like a real fucking champion. <laughs> they were going to have them fight to bide Ngannou's time because he couldn't get a fight. And when they were doing the shakedown of how much it was going to cost, the reports are that John Jones wanted $15 million, And Dana White said, we'll give you this much in pay-per-view points. And if it's big, you make pretty much what you want. And he said, well, I want it guaranteed. And he said, well, fuck you. And then they got into a big pitching contest on Twitter in front of all the masses. And oh that's what God. led to this whole thing shaking out. But yeah. And Dan, yeah, is, Dan does not back down. If you, he does not back down, especially in public. Yeah, especially if you try to pull some shit in public. What you, it's funny because you see it in his eyes when someone does that. He automatically knows, oh, you're trying he'll, to embarrass oh, me. He'll give you the Joe Rogan fucking death stare. Oh, yeah, dude. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, he, he's like, okay, cool. Uh, I'm going to get ahead of you real quick, get some cameras over here, and I'm going to talk shit about you like you're my child. I'm going to roast you. <laughs> dude, it's, yeah, and so, uh, but. Daddy's the, disappointed. The thing with John Jones is, okay, look. You look at the paper. I understand he has a great argument for GOAT, right? Uh-huh. But. The thing is, is he his performances have been declining. He's getting the W's, but he's, by the he's either scathing by, mm-hmm. he's arguably losing them Unless to decisions, or you know he's winning boring contests where he just barely outpoints the guy enough to take an easy decision, like Anthony Smith or whatever. You know, fucking these, uh, uh, Dana should have been like, look, listen. You're going to do one rematch with a guy who almost beat you. Because there's a couple of them. I mean, look at uh, Reyes. Reyes gassed out at the end, but he was piecing John up and keeping John on his heels the whole time. Santos almost Son- beat him on one fucking leg. That's what I'm going to say, yeah. Dude, okay, so this guy, Tiago Santos, right? Uh, he is ex-military in Brazil. He's a brick shit house, And that guy kicks super hard. They bring him in. He gets a shot at John Jones. He's beating the fuck out of John Jones. 
and he goes to throw a right kick, right? Well, what you do is, is you got to turn your foot and plant it. That way, with uh, the kinetics, when you lift a kick, your actual torso naturally torques too mm-hmm. to straighten your leg out. Right. Well, also, if you don't do that, you'll kick around and blow your knee. So he was in the middle of beating his ass, goes to throw that kick and didn't turn his ankle and threw it all around and blew his own knee. Oh, fuck. And then... Oh, I, I think he, I, it's arguably that he still beat John for four more rounds, at, or sorry, three more rounds after, after that. After he blew his own knee. Out. Blew his own knee. Yeah, right? but then John started pummeling apart his other knee because yeah. he was using all this pressure on one leg, and John but, started picking that leg. He was using all his weight on apart. Mm-hmm. John got carried out because of his legs being beat up. Yeah, no yeah. That's because he was kicking. That's because wow. he was kicking fucking brick legs. Yeah, yeah. So I, wow. if I was Dana, I'd be like, "Look, you really want that shit." Then you're going to earn it because you almost lost your belt a bunch of times. Yep. You're going to fight. You're going to give a rematch to either Reyes or Silva. If you win, then fuck it. Then you can relinquish, go up, we'll make the, the Gano thing happen. Because once again, you're a bigger draw. You came back and did that shit. Because like, like and Jordan was I saying, love watching Gano fucking knock his block off. But <sighs> with uh, sports are dragging on a little while, but we got a two quick things. That's fine. Well, yeah. <laughs> USC 250. Y'all the old, the stuff, there's yeah. not a whole lot of great fights on it. We talked about that last week's episode. But Sugar Sean O'Malley's gonna fight. Yeah, the dudes from around our area. Native. Dudes from around our area. We'd love to fucking talk to him at some point. But that's a great fight. Be very excited about it. He's probably gonna smoke an old veteran he's up against. Gonna be fucking entertaining for sure. Either which way. Yeah, I think if it gets out of the second round, it's gonna lean towards Sean. I think the only way that he's gonna uh, Eddie Wineland will only have enough energy in the first round to try mustache to mustache but the thing is, he's so aggressive, he's so violent, he pushes forward, He, I mean, he's he's chin forward, head up, arms up, but he usually it works for him, and I don't think it's going to work in the first round towards Sean, so now it's like, okay, if you get, if, if Sean gets past that shit, can you do it for a second round? Can you do it for a third round? Eddie Wineland will gas out, he's too I, old. It, that, and you know, it sucks saying that, but it's, it's the truth. You, you watch guys progress, the older they get, they end up going... Regress. Regress. Yeah, actually, they regress. The older they get, all of a sudden they can't make weight. So you see the same thing. They don't want to give up, so they jump up a weight class. Now you're with guys that are cutting weight to where you are, and versus that's what you harder. That versus the weight you walk around at. So you're gonna want to gain muscle, then cut weight, and then hopefully you keep some of that extra muscle over the next 24 hours. So you walk in heavier than the weight class to keep up with these guys, and you're old, and you've probably taken a lot of shots. Your chin's weaker. It, it's the same. Regression for ninety eight percent of fighters. Unless your name is uh, Yoel Romero. What the fuck is up with that? Who that the fuck a, is that guy? That dude's a fucking experiment made in Cuba. Oh, I, and yeah, not to drag this on, but like out of all fucking magic fights that have ever happened, how the fuck do you get Izzy Style Bender out of Sonia and Yoel Romero in the same ring? Yoel Romero, every single guy he's fought, their career just declined afterwards. He hurts him so. Even if he loses, he beats you so bad. That you're giving glass jaw afterwards. Who Chip. really won, motherfucker? Exactly. <laughs> Played a long time. But that fight happened, and then they just didn't fight the whole time. So I'm going to go ahead and move on to, or, or, I'm going to call this Asian baseball because there's a couple little topics here. Well, there's not really much of a topic. The Koreans are using Nintendo figures in their stands to fucking fill the They're using away. fucking sex blob dolls <laughs> and fucking <laughs> everything else. Feels like a fetish. The Koreans are doing some weird shit. Uh, fast forward. So we have actually got some legitimate news from the CPBL. Okay, they're getting an expansion team. What? Really? There's gonna be five. I yeah. There's gonna be 
five of them motherfuckers. <laughs> and, then they and this new and team's only gonna pay. Be fucking even, dude. <laughs> what the fuck? Dude, I love how corrupt this fucking league is. <laughs> it's they're not even now. <laughs> they don't play the same amount of games ever. I think their monkeys play themselves most of the time. Oh my god. Uh, yeah. So don't the call uh, monkeys. The, oh, <laughs> <laughs> take it back. Take it back. Take it back. <laughs> so the 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 Wei Xuan Dragons. There's gonna be a dragons. There had to be a dragons. Oh, of course. There had to be a dragons. Uh, Hong Kong joined. fucking samurai. Yeah, so they got sent to their basically feeder league uh, last year. I don't know where they came from. <laughs> so that will be starting uh, next season, which is hilarious because I have no idea when this season ends because I feel like it's just kind of an eternal game. It never game. ends. Um, so that's kind of that's kind of exciting. Maybe uh, you know, um, maybe we'll be Dragons fans next year. No, they've got a terrible logo. Fuck those guys. <laughs> Let me see that. Uh, they look like bumblebees, dude. Really. Yeah, that's not a fucking dragon. See, it looks like a bumblebee. What the fuck? Dude, what the fuck is Yo, that? But the brother's logo, though. Brother's uh, got balls. Brother's got balls. Dude, I, I, dude, I don't know. I, the reason I think this, this shit isn't even... I think this is the front, and it's just people writing about a league that's not even happening. Uh, Everyone's that's fine. They, they that's fine. It up. I've never watched a game, but we talk about it every week. We can't find jerseys. We've been looking for jerseys. You can find, like, one on yeah. eBay. Yeah, and it was... I, I found a brother's jersey on eBay... That was a reasonably, it was reasonably priced. I, well, it's hard to say because everything's in fucking yen and, and it looks like it's $5,000. 40 million yen. It might have been like... 7,000 pesos. Yeah, it might. <laughs> <laughs> but anyway, uh, yeah. So, you know, if you can, if you have, if you somehow have a CPBL jersey, send it my way, motherfucker, and I'll, I'll pay you for it. I'll give you 50 bucks or something. I don't know what the fuck they're worth. Tasha's was checked. <laughs> Um, the standings, because they are still playing. <laughs> so, uh, the Monkeys are still in first place with 11 wins and... Or, nope, sorry. 18 wins and 11 losses. Brothers are still in second with 16 wins and 15 losses. Jesus. Those are two games fucking different. There's yep. 31 and 12, fucking 29. No, they're, they're getting there. <laughs> they're getting there. They're getting there. Which is weird, because I feel like the Monkeys were way ahead in, like, total played games two weeks ago when we talked about this. I thought for sure when you said second, they were going to have more wins and less losses just because it's just because it doesn't make goddamn yep. sense. <laughs> we're just making shit up as we go. It's Phone fucking who's lineup in this bitch. Second place. Uh, Fubon Guardians in third place with 14 wins, 15 losses. Uni Lions are kind of doing the same thing they've been doing with 13 wins and 20 losses. Found out some interesting That's history. 33. That's 33. <laughs> None, okay, hold on. Let, let me break this down to you. The, the the monkeys have played 29 games. The brothers, uh, the fucking brothers have played 31 games. Guardians have played 29 also, and Lions have played 33. I None guess that level out, technically speaking, if you add it all up against kind each other, of. but at the same time, why are some teams playing each other and other teams aren't? More often. What the fuck? There's not like there's a bunch of them. Now, I found out some cool shit. Kind of. I don't know really how cool it is, but I'm going to talk about it anyway. Uh, The Lions, we've been dogging on the Lions, like, for the last, uh, for history. Uh, (laughs) (laughs) That was awesome. The Lions, we got started. Yeah, the Lions, well, that's when it started. That's when it started mattering, when we started covering it. Just just in case you didn't know. We made you relevant. It's just us. Um, I need that check in the mail. Though. The Lions actually lead. This league was started in 1989. Well, history for you. You're out born. Was 1989 was story? when the CPBL started. Uh, since then, the Lions have won nine championships, and they are in first place in the entire league for most championships won. But they are in the last motherfucking place this season. The most corrupt goddamn league in the world. Second place with seven championships is the Monkeys. So they, I think, they're kind of like a more consistent team. 
Well, they had fucking four playoffs every fucking year. Like, no, they, just, like, they fucking they throw a bunch of names in a hat and they draw. And they're like, you win. And then you just keep playing tomorrow. <laughs> Dude, and no one, by the way, no one protests that shit. And like, oh, excuse me? Yeah. <laughs> fucking people disappear. Oh, man. That's some wild shit. Uh, on that note, we're going to go. Uh, we, we need more beers, so we're going to take a break. We're going to give you a quick word from our sponsors, and we'll be right back with ya. This week's episode of Strange Range is brought to you by Rep Sports. Rep Sports offers a nice selection of supplements, such as our new favorite energy drink, Raise Energy. Raise Energy's proprietary formula with 300 milligrams of time-release caffeine and packed full of electrolytes will keep you going and hydrated all day. Raise Energy's proprietary formula with 300 milligrams of time-release caffeine and packed full of electrolytes will keep you going and hydrated all day. I've noticed I tend to be much more focused and alert as well when I use this instead of other products that I've tried. Seriously, we've all been using this product and we highly recommend giving it a try. If you want to try Raise Energy by Rep Sports, just shop online at repsports.com. That's R-E-P-P Sports. And use our promo code at checkout for 15% off your entire order. That promo code is Strange Range with no spaces. Again, that's Strange Range with no space for 15% off your Rep Sports order. This week, I also wanted to promo a little partnership we have with a show that I've been listening to a lot lately and I think you guys will really enjoy. Here's a word from Katie with Weird on the Rocks. This is Weird on the Rocks, a podcast that explores the weird, unusual, strange, and unexplained, all while getting our drink on. Join me every other Monday as I share a different cocktail and discuss true crime, paranormal stories, unexplained phenomena, conspiracy theories, and much more. Find Weird on the Rocks on social media, the website weirdontherocks.weebly.com, and listen on all of your favorite podcast apps. And don't forget to cheers and stay weird. All right, and we are back. And that raised energy is no joke. Uh, when by the time you're listening to this, I think probably most of you have probably already seen that video that we posted. <laughs> <laughs> shotgun in those uh, energy drinks. Oh god! Don't <laughs> don't breathe in as soon as you decide to shotgun a fucking energy drink. Oh man! Uh, yeah, that shit's fucking good. By the mm-hmm. way, uh, you just heard the ad for it. Um, yeah, they're paying us, but for real, we we've been drinking Bang. Mm-hmm. At work for a long time. Strike Force too. Strike Force. I mean, Red Bull. Some guys drink Monsters. We're very, very thoroughly addicted to caffeine. It's <laughs> it's a staple in working early in the fucking morning, building shit people live in. Yeah. So, but yeah, we we started. I finally got my first uh, promo pack of Rays. Mm-hmm. Um, we've been hitting that this week, and literally, I haven't felt better off an energy drink. Like focused. But <laughs> shotgun that motherfucker was not the way to go. That that uh, that horrible sound you hear me making that video is very real. That was painful. Oh, yeah. <laughs> if you watch it, I literally instantly exit frame because I think I might puke. Like yeah, man. It was a uh, yeah. It, it, there's a lot of companies that say like it gives you focus and all that shit. And like this is the first energy drink I've had where not only am I amped, but it's crisp, clean, and I feel good. That's yeah. that little extra. I feel good. You There's, know, like, yeah, at least for Brett and I, we're fucking a couple of ADD motherfuckers. Like. Yeah, <laughs> bad. You can't already fucking tell. Yeah, but, dull onset ADD. Yeah, that fucking dull onset my ass. This is my fucking lifelong problem. Dull onset type two diabetes. <laughs> I think we've actually, we actually like, broke that down before. Me and him were comparing the drugs that fucking we were putting on his kids. Yeah. I was like, no, that shit did anything positive for me at all. Shit, just throw me on this shit. Like here, here's some ketamine. No mm-hmm. comment. Shit down. <laughs> Sure will. We'll fix the problem, but he'll shut the fuck up for a while. <laughs> uh, in other news, 
It's been a while since we've talked Tiger King. Oh, you fucking asking for a basket, son. Oh, boy. Cool. I'm never going to financially recover from this. <laughs> <laughs> I mean, fuck her arm, but my business is shot. <laughs> she didn't care. Why should he? She didn't, she didn't give a fuck. Man. So, uh, Carol Baskin's in the news recently. Again. Again. Yep. Uh, She's wanna... taking Jeff Lowe's goddamn zoo. Yeah. Oh God. Jeff Lowe's goddamn zoo. Joe Exotic's goddamn zoo. Yeah. Yeah. Whoever's about to give him social security number he's been using lately. <laughs> so it, it sounds as if uh, Jeff's gone bankrupt and somehow, I, I mean, I'm assuming this must be part of her suit against Joe somehow. I know I read that uh, it's a part of the million dollar lawsuit for her, him using the, taking the logo and using the name, the big cat. Really? Big and cat Jeff got fucked because it was, that happened that's, before. That's, yeah. that's how she's receiving the payment for it because Joe couldn't pay her. Wow. So I, I couldn't think Joe, pay her honey buns and fucking top ones. Well, I think Jeff's <laughs> bankrupt and can't pay for it. So he's gonna he's getting you know either releasing or whatever, and then the courts are giving it to her to pay her off from Joe like not being able to pay. For, pay <laughs> so so that sounds like Joe's name's still on it somehow. Then you can take my zoo, but you leave me my nanny. Come here, sweetheart. Oh, take a seat on Dave's lap. Hand mom and baby and come sit on daddy's lap. <laughs> <laughs> hey man, you know, I'll cut the guy a break though. She's a fucking rock hard fucking spoke show though. Yep. I only got 80 fucking affliction t shirts. I know, right? How many affliction teachers do you have? Fucking all of them. I don't know, ballpark 75, 80. <laughs> <laughs> Very specific. <laughs> I just love that response because you're fully expecting him to just be like, yeah, you fucking asshole. Yeah, like, and he's, he's like, Man, that's my favorite. <laughs> Dude, even fucking Joel McHale was like, oh, oh all okay, right. Okay. I was expecting you to be a dick. <laughs> like, I was trying to hit you with a hard one. That was easy. That's fucking hilarious, dude. So awesome. So awesome. So not only is she getting the zoo, uh, there's there's been some other uh, recent uh, outcomings of mm-hmm. information. Well, um, she got tricked into that interview like three weeks ago. These two Brits. Hilarious. If you yeah, seen it, by the way. Yeah, we should. We'll, we'll, we'll share it to the page after this is over, maybe in the comments section of this release or whatever. But uh, they essentially, they cut and screwed a fucking, or chopped and screwed a run of Jimmy Fallon on all these different things, all these different shows he's done. He's been doing it every fucking night for how many years now since he took over. So they chopped and screwed a bunch of his different, ed- edited a bunch of stuff for him. He's of him talking. And they set it up so that it seemed like she was on the phone with him or whatever, and it fucking worked. And it's like, dude, like I don't know how much time that took them, but to sound that much, to sound like it has that much flow where it actually sounds like he's talking to you, you know, Chase, like we were just talking about earlier, he edits our shit. He knows what it's like to try to splice in an end and a pause and a start and put it together and make it sound natural. Imagine doing that in a full fucking conversation of an interview. Well, see, the thing is, is like, yeah, that takes some time and effort. But then you have to really rely on her responses. Basic going responses or her being just like, oh, hey, all you cool cats and kittens. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, was like one of, the, one of the, the drops that they used was like, so tell me about the cats. And it was from like a previous interview where they were, he was literally they were talking, talking about, about the cats. cats movie. And she just ate that shit up. She's like, yes, I will definitely talk about the kitties. You oh know, like, god. oh my god. That shit worked out so fucking well. It was beautiful. Yeah, it was super weird. And she actually was like backing off. It took him a while to get her on uh, there. She was making she, demands. She hasn't done any public interviews since Tiger King's release because and she, was so, she thought the show was so evil and how they painted her. I think they painted her truthfully. So, I mean, it is what it is. These Budweiser's but, are frosty. Dude, I mean, mm-hmm. frosty. <laughs> oh, man. But, yeah, they, she refused to do anything with anybody in terms of interviews since Tiger King's release, and they fucking, two Brits tricked her. 
And they're thinking it was Jimmy Fallon. It's fucking red coat. And, and even then, they're like, why would you talk? Like, Jimmy Fallon's lighthearted and it's scripted and it's like, you have to act like it's positive no matter who you're talking to, no matter who your guest yeah. is. Uh-huh. Joe Rogan was actually talking about that recently. That he fake. gets to pick who he wants. He doesn't oh. have to pick uh, shitty guests or mm-hmm. be told by somebody, you have to do this and yeah. act like you like it. She, he, Jimmy Fallon has to act like he likes it if you're talking to him at all on a show. So yeah. she, I think she went into that because she thought that it would be positive no matter what. Mm-hmm. And obviously... You know, it's like, that's a good ploy to use because it's going to be a positive environment no matter what the conversation goes to. And the part of the deal was, is you couldn't talk about the her show. Killing her you husband? couldn't talk about the show. You could only ask her about you can't her, talk about the things that people um, want to hear. You could only talk about Zoo. Big Cat Wilderness or Big Cat Rescue River. You couldn't talk about the show. So they did that enough to where she talked to him. So it's like, obviously it's not exploitative and she didn't talk about anything, but they tricked her no matter what. And it's yeah. fucking awesome. Yeah. <laughs> dude, and how much time is the interview? Exclusive oh, first interview that she's done since the, the documentary hit. That's, that's Imagine when cool. that went public and she's like, what? Good. <laughs> I talked to Jimmy last week. Yeah. <laughs> you fucking stupid bitch. You Good dumb bitch. job, boys. Like, Dang, seriously. stupid bitch. Dang, you dumb fucking bitch. Oh, you fucking bitch. It's so awesome, dude. But she came out, she had a statement after she found out what had happened, and she thought, well, she said she thought it was funny. I think you gotta kind of, like, save You have to play it off as, oh, it was just funny. Yeah. Because I'm stupid. You gotta gotta give those guys props. I don't care who you are. Like, they fucking had your ass, you know? All you gotta say is, hey, you got me. Yeah. By the way, uh, check out Instagram, Fart Simpson. Fart Simpson is a guy who who does the same thing they did. He clips up a bunch of people's dialogue. And prank calls people with it. That's great. And, it, and he gets live people. So he has all these. He's a soundboard with all these responses. <laughs> Chase, on it. Chase prank called Brett with one of those ones. That motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> oh man, yeah, I was pissed off. By oh, I still have that audio. I might upload. <laughs> <laughs> That's coming as well. <laughs> and the only other thing to talk about with Carol Baskin is uh, her former former husband, who he she didn't kill. <laughs> Don Don Lewis's lawyer says that. He somehow has either believes or has some kind of information that made him believe that Don Lewis was choked and thrown out of an airplane mid-flight on a way down south somewhere like, you know, Brazil or one of those South American countries that he was on the way to because he'd done that a lot for whatever reasons. Uh-huh. And he says that for whatever reason, he has a firm belief that he was choked to death on the airplane and thrown out over the ocean, low altitudes, where, you know, either an animal... Or being destroyed by just being out in the ocean for so long would destroy any kind of evidence, and oh, yeah. obviously it was successful since it's twenty fucking years old or more. Dude, I mean, like, think about it though. He, it wouldn't be hard to do. He was an old man. You could give that guy three men he, he, and he'd be done. Well, like, people talk about like, death. this is how old Don Lewis would be now, and it's like he'd be dead. Well, her, <laughs> naturally, he'd be dead. Yeah. Well, her so husband like, too. Remember, her husband, who was also a lawyer, fucking is leaving her, and he's saying that he has information that she did it. He wanted out. Because yep. probably just being affiliated with her after Tiger King. Or those Jesus fucking Christ. pictures. Those pictures. Those being pictures. walked around on the leash and he's like, <laughs> talk, about being, <laughs> talk about being a fucking cuck. He literally in their wedding a pictures. Cuck. A fucking cuck. Dude, he's in their wedding pictures and he's in a tiger suit with a chain on his neck. Yeah, and around. she's like, yeah, I'm, I'm going to be riding that shit later. Yeah, oh, that's, that's what she said. Fucking plane. Strap on. <laughs> you know what happened to the last one? I better watch P's and Q's, motherfucker. <laughs> <laughs> Don't ever let yourself do that, man. Like man. He, He's getting pegged. Uh, but. That dude is definitely getting pegged. <laughs> dude, dude that, you know that shit is violent and she's biting him fucking. <laughs> Not anymore. <laughs> For those, on oh. <laughs> for those who don't know what pegging is, <laughs> it's the art of the strap-on. 
No, go back the way you, not the cool way. Jordan will tell you more about it in his message. Yeah. <laughs> I'll fill you in. Hey, uh, by the way, hit up my OnlyFans. Uh, link in bio. <laughs> <laughs> Dude. Like what you see? You like that? You like it? You like it? You like it? I think that, that shit's so funny. The fucking, uh, fucking, what are they, uh, what's the lead singer of Attila? Franz. Franz, yeah. Yeah, I think we mentioned that before, but yeah. <laughs> no, Franz fucking talking, Zilla. You guys were talking about that on a thing before we had started. It was a. Uh, it was like it, no, I, no. It was a video I was taking on one of our first. Uh, remember the one time I held my phone up and we were doing the video companion for the very first episode. Oh, you guys right. were talking about that before we had started. So it was a. I, I have footage of it, but it's a side clip and it's not on Whoa, this. It's on my phone. Okay. It's just like a side clip we have. Yeah, Franz, uh, aka Franzilla from Attila. Franzilla from Attila. Yeah, jot that down. <laughs> fucking Franz started a fucking OnlyFans, and I'm pretty sure it's just him beating his dick with weird tattoos, but people are apparently fucking paying money. <laughs> Brian fucking Silva, you know what I'm saying? Hey man, didn't he fucking do it in porno once? Yeah, that shit was gay. Yeah, it was. Yeah, it fucking was. Huh? <laughs> <laughs> it's not gay for getting paid. Now it's gay with a dash of fucking something else. Gay for money. <laughs> gay for pay. But you can be gay, just own it. Yeah, yeah, yeah. What the fuck don't well, deny it when it's on footage. Well, dude, like a video uh, surfaced of him like recently because like you forget how long ago that Tosh uh, video was. Fuck, dude, that's he's a like, redemption from like ten years ago, dude, probably. So the video yeah. just popped up. He's full gay, and not only that, like it's a video of him like I don't know if he's Snapchat or something, but he's in his car. He's like, "What's up? Guess what I just did." Fuck the dude! So like he's he now he owns it. He owns, he owns, owns it now. that shit now. And I was like, I he's, like, he's imitating the sounds of his loads. Dude. <laughs> <laughs> fuck the dude! Spit, spit, spit. <laughs> dude comes nine millimeter. Yeah. <laughs> he's got a banana clip on that shit. Yeah. That boy got, got a hundred lots of hundred clips. <laughs> <laughs> Jesus Christ. You know, I didn't expect us to talk about Brian fucking Silva, but that's what's up. <laughs> Jesus. You, you, you never know what you might fucking find out about. Hey, this is a drunken rambling episode, right? Yeah, Fuck yeah. Dude, this, Woo! Is, this is literally like no sleep, overworked fucking, and shotgun and raise. Shotgun energy drinks in my backyard in the burbs. Yeah. Oh, fuck yeah. Four beers, bud. Tell you what, man, if you guys are out there overworked and fucking tired, just know that we're doing the same shit right now. It's a bunch of fucking dudes after work, having beers together and bullshitting, and you guys get to hang out with us. Hey, yep. shout out to work. Hey, thanks, Nick Olson, hooking us up. Oh, yeah. <laughs> uh, I mean, uh, what was the name of that? <laughs> Whizbang, Whizbang. Whizbang, Whizbang, Whizbang. Yeah, yeah, yeah. 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 Man, my favorite wizard. <laughs> he bangs. He bangs. And shout out to Becky. Fucking so, <laughs> <laughs> sloppy bun Becky from work. So what do you think? You want to talk Love about some weird shit? Yep. Yeah. Weird shit? yeah. I got some weird shit for you. Okay. So uh, I happened to cross a, uh, a TikTok Let's last week. Let's get weird. <laughs> I, uh, the only reason I'm referencing this is because I think a lot of you probably have seen this TikTok. I think it kind of took off. Um, we were actually, this week was planned to be a true crime episode. <laughs> we'll, we'll do that again in the future. <laughs> or we'll talk about it anyway. We ain't going nowhere. Um, so I, I watched this TikTok a while back about, or well, it was last week about a uh, kind of a strange disappearance that happened uh, a long ass time ago in the um, galaxy far, far away. Hey, shout out to what we were reference to what we were talking about the eighteen seventy six. Yeah, that was the number. Circle. That was yep. the number that we were talking about. Yeah. That's when baseball started. Yep. Um, wow. Crazy. Yeah. Literally. So we were just talking. We were just talking about baseball, and Jordan leans over to our, our show list here, and he's like, "Dude, look at this." I was like, "Oh my god." Well, Brett looks up. Hey, when did MLB start? Eighteen seventy six. I'm like. Mm-hmm. 
<laughs> Shit! <laughs> wow. Yeah, I'm just weird crazy. like that. I fucking weird with numbers. I love that. I dig that shit. So, uh, what dark. we're getting at here... Um, yeah, trap. <laughs> no, I'm getting like uh, contradicting dates. But we're, we're going to go with 1876 because it's way cooler and we're going to talk about it. Oh, look at Shmi. Now that we've referenced it a couple times, <laughs> yeah. now, we're just going that's, with that That's shit. when this shit happened. You fact check it, I don't give a fuck. Suck my balls. Sounds way cooler. <laughs> Uh, all right, so we're taking Green you back. Cool we're taking jet. you way back. By the way, there you go, Lee. There's another fucking Wayne's World quote. <laughs> so we're setting the stage. 1876 France. We're talking about Blanche Monnier. Nice. A nice pronunciation mm-hmm. right there. I, I don't know if it's correct, but it's not. It doesn't good. matter. It's the goddamn It sounded good. It sounded good. So, front. So Blanche was a uh, a very attractive French woman from a, uh, a very upscale dude. Hell yeah, mm-hmm. hundred years ago. Done peace. Well, hundred. hundred fucking 100. 40, 144 years ago. Victorian badge. Yeah. <laughs> Bomb diggity. Bomb. <laughs> very fuzzy. Very fuzzy. She was much more fuzzy at the end of the story. We'll get to that. Yeah. Um, yeah. So what had happened was. Uh, Blanche was from a very upscale, uh, well-respected family in France. Um, she, Good at people. the age of 25, uh, the story goes, had a lot of gentlemen suitors. They were trying to get that bitch hitched. Who? Uh, at the age of what? 25. You know what's shocking? 1876, that bitch isn't getting fucking forced to marry somebody at 17, 18. That's amazing. She was 25 and had suitors and wasn't married. Yeah. Well, I kept checking her for virginity. <laughs> <laughs> so... <laughs> Uh, so Blanche's mom, uh, I, I think kind of the reason that she was single is because she was not very, uh, willing to give her daughter up as it were. Uh, Blanche had her eyes on this lawyer. A young gentleman scholar. This young gentleman scholar. <laughs> Rosamund Thorne. Gentleman and a scholar. This part I think is pretty funny. Her, so this whole thing started, you don't know what the thing is, but it's, 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 it's a thing that's going to start here in a second. Uh, at 25, she liked this lawyer a lot. They they were interested in getting married. Um, her mom, this super rich bitch, did not approve of did not approve of Blanche marrying a penniless lawyer. Take that into today. I know, right? Every mom's trying to hitch their daughter with a lawyer. Yeah, but back then the cr- mm. you couldn't even prove shit. Mm. So it's yeah. like, what are you gonna fucking prove, dude? Yeah. <laughs> there were court gestures. It was like the decision was made before they fucking showed up and had breakfast and went in the court. That little boy so. that's in the corner was like. Please, sir. Will you take will you take a paper? Excuse me, sir. I didn't mean to steal the bread. <laughs> that dude's better. Don't off. take me fingers. <laughs> All right. So Blanche wanted to marry this lawyer. Lawyer wanted to marry Blanche, and uh, her mom was not having that shit. They got it into a little tuffle, as it were, <laughs> a bit of a tuffle. And then she threw her ass into the basement and locked it up with a padlock. Um, <laughs> Nobody knew that. You're, you don't know this yet. You, this, is, this is privileged information. Tarantino. Right? So, in the meantime, nobody knows what happens to this girl. All of her friends just think that she disappeared. Her family plays off as if she disappeared. Those booty call texts aren't getting responses. Just not coming back, man. They're not even getting left on red. They're just not getting red. The penniless lawyer must have took her. So, so, everyone just assumes three or four years down the road that Blanche died. Um, they just kind of accepted that. They had a funeral. Things went about there. Five years later, they're like... There's there's literally... You can look up pictures of her tombstone at that time. (laughs) That was it. Blanche is dead as fuck. All right? Fast forward about 24 years. 
And the attorney general gets a letter on his desk from an anonymous author. They still don't know who left the letter or how it got there. Penny was lawyer. Anyway, uh, it said, and in fact, and the letter said, Monsoor Attorney General, I have the honor to inform you of an exceptionally serious occurrence. I speak of a spinster who is locked up in Madame Monior's house, half-starved, living in a putrid litter for the past 25 years. In a word, her own filth. We have an old hag. Dude, you know what's crazy, though? It's like somebody had to have, in that house, had to have been like, you want to see some funny shit? <laughs> yeah, someone's playing <laughs> beans, bro, and they're like, hey, I've got to go talk to the attorney general. Something's fucky here. Something's fucky. I need to get me a fucking penny with his lawyer. That's crazy. So, it, who else? No, actually, it wasn't that guy. He ended up dying mm. in the meantime. In the meantime, that really? lawyer ended up dying of... Um, An earache. <laughs> it was... You need it. He got a splinter. Yeah, a splinter. Fucking down. It, it was dead. something like that. I, they they said it was like unexplainable circumstances. So out of nowhere. He was him. still pretty young. I think he was like 30 years old when he died. He had a toothache. So anyway, lawyer's dead. Someone drops this letter on the attorney general's office. Um, he calls up the police and says, hey, you should probably get over to that house. He calls what up the fuck's police. Going on. He pens them a letter yeah. and attaches it to the carrier pigeon. He picked I up have, the red phone. I have sealed this letter to wax of my ancestors <laughs> <laughs> so the cops show up uh, in their goofy hats in France <laughs> and uh, ask the family, hey, you mind if we look around? They're like, yeah, we'll do whatever. Uh, we're not worried about it. So they look around. They don't find anything. On their way back out, they see these stairs that lead down to a door with a padlock on them. They're like, um, we want to we check that shit out. Family's like, <laughs> family's like, no. No. Uh, <laughs> no, it's, it's nothing. That's, that's where we keep our potatoes. Turns out it was. Uh, <laughs> so oddly enough, the cops didn't like that answer and uh, decided to break the fucking door down. Inside that door, they found a room. Inside that room, they found a fifty-year-old Blanche Monnier. Oh, twenty-five years without sunlight or really contacting other people. I still hit it. Of eating. Uh, oh, dude. Fuck, man, you got loaded. Did you see that picture? Dude, She's been eating. Daddy's fucking... been fucking off the shelf for a bit. <laughs> <laughs> dude, that chick's surviving off of fucking earwax, toe jam, and oh. fucking shit. Dude. So the cops come back and say that the found this girl and that they they could Jesus Christ they couldn't stay <laughs> somebody's got the drunk ups be a bitch they couldn't stay in the room for very long because the air was so putrid that they couldn't breathe it and this bitch has been in there for 24 fucking years which is why it stank so bad uh, <laughs> she's just acclimated yeah so they said that they uh, they found her essentially in a, surrounded by a crust of her own flesh like you know, particles that have flaked off of her, her own shit. She's scaling, shedding, like yeah. fucking snakes. Uh, they found her, there was yeah. clamshells, so I guess they, they were just fucking throwing clams at her. They'd just crack the door open and fling a clam at her face, and that's what she was surviving off of. I mean, you dumb bitch! I mean, honestly. Fish bones. That uh, does sound kind of fun. <laughs> <laughs> Duck bitch back! <laughs> Crustacean motherfucker! Apparently, cephalopod, bitch. <laughs> anyway, I'm gonna try and finish this story with the hiccups, and I'm gonna pass this off to these guys so I can figure that out. Well, so they they, they find her. They have they have to leave the room immediately. Well, uh, immediate ishly, quickly. They they leave it quickly. They're like, this bitch is alive because of the smell. Let's give her a goddamn minute. The smell's so bad. So just to back up here, she was 25, 25 when she was put in this room. 
So uh, she's 49. She was, yeah, she was about 50 years old when they found her. Um, there's pictures of her when they when they found her. Her hair is real long and matted. She looks like hell, obviously. She looks like a fucking death. Hasn't seen sun in about 25 years. And uh, they, I mean, she, while, while she was stuck in that room, she developed schizophrenia as well as a myriad of other mental health issues. I'm sure she was semi-feral. Oh, yeah. I mean, you know, fucking stupid. (laughs) So she ended up, after being trapped in that room for 25 years, she ended up in a mental institution where she spent the remaining 16 years of her life before dying, basically still in isolation. Because they're like, you know what? This bitch is crazy. She can't reacclimate into society. We're going to put her back in a box. Well, think about this, though. If that bitch has been eating her own shit and fucking cephalopods and shit, (laughs) stuck in that fucking room... She, first of all, she's not right. She's only seen one person for 25 years. What happened if she walks by a nursery? Yeah. Man, that looks tasty as Start fuck. Shouting on babies and shit. Yeah, dude. Yeah, man. Like, you don't bounce back from that shit. That no. kid we were talking about trying to sell you papers? He's fucking dead. It's so like, yeah, they, they saved her, kind of. You know, took her out of that room, and then she still ends up in the same situation for the rest of her life. There's no fixing that. I mean, like, I, I honestly, like... And so, I, my brain works weird, and so when people tell me shit, I think random stuff and don't say it out loud... But when he told me that, I was like, I, all I imagined was like the first officer walking in and going, oh my God. And the second officer just pummeled the door, pushed him out of the way going, oh, fucking shoot her. No. Like, I mean, like for one, it's like, she's a monster. And two, how are you going to improve her life? Anything you do with her is going to scare the fuck out of her. Yeah. You put her outside, her skin's going to burn instantly. Mm-hmm. You put her around people, she's going to have fucking anxiety so goddamn bad. She's going to do something crazy. I can't even imagine. No. That's insane. No. I mean, even me, like, I, I don't like people. But if you get me away from people, like, for more than three or four days, I start acting weird as shit. Yeah. yeah. That's three or four days. 25 years? Uh, that's like some old boy shit. COVID? We lasted, like, six days. Man, that's a good movie. That's a fucking great movie. Dude, uh, oh, by the way, if we're going to do any fucking flavor of the week, uh, go watch Old Boy, not the Josh Brolin one. Watch yep. the original one. I don't care if you don't like subtitles. It's worth it. It's one of the best Absolutely. movies Absolutely. Absolutely. George mm-hmm. hasn't seen it yet. I'm going to fucking shove it down his throat. That's fucking crazy, man. <laughs> that is fucking crazy. Yeah. In this episode, we drink and talk about things. <laughs> uh, I mean, we do that every episode, boys. but this one's a little more... Yeah. 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 <laughs> yeah. We've yeah. managed to cover a little bit yeah. of ground, though. Yeah, yeah. We yeah. talked to XFL again, because I'm still beating that dead pony. I'm okay. going to until it comes back. And frankly, what else are we going to do right now in this godforsaken sportless wasteland? We literally just fucking work and then try to find things that fill our times, our time, our times. I quit. <laughs> no, no, see you later, Brett. <laughs> like I said earlier, though, for me, it's not a sport, it's not a sport wasteland. It was only flashed for like a month with no UFC. Yeah, but I need some shit where people are throwing balls around. Yeah. Touching balls. I bet you do. I do. <laughs> I, do. I said it. So before our drunk asses go ahead and just start sports segment 2.0, <laughs> all that to say, we talked about sports. <laughs> Word. Uh, we talked about the lack of sp- sports, but we talked about when they're coming back. Uh, we talked about the mysterious case of Blanche Monnier. Yeah. We talked about Tiger King. Yes, we did. Uh, Carol fucking Baskin. Not in that order, but we talked about those things. They happen. <laughs> now here's some cool shit. Okay. Here is some cool shit. Uh, we have contacted and been contacted back 
by Nikki T. Nikki T406 on TikTok. Uh, I know a lot of you guys follow this guy. Fucking hilarious. Muffs and Mullets 2020. Yeah. Clitties and titties. Yeah. <laughs> That's my boy right there. Bro, this guy is fucking hilarious. And we are going to collab with him on some shit. Mm-hmm. And I could not be more excited about it. It should be a good time, probably. I'm good. pumped about it too. But My- Shorzy 2020. <laughs> Shorzy. Give your balls a tug. Give your fucking balls a tug, man. <laughs> no, I know, honestly, like, I think that's going to be a really good uh, a really good episode. We're going to dig deep. Uh, We're going to uh, dig, uh, dig deep into that. You know, we'll get him until it's finished stuff. But I honestly think it might end up being another drunken episode. So you're fucking welcome. We'll see how it's Pretty goes. good chance. It's going to be a drunky monkey episode. Dude, it should be. Drunky good. monkey. <laughs> Those grass monkey episodes. Man. Yeah, dude, that's going to be fun as shit. Funky uh, monkey. This guy, as you may have understood by NikkiT406, is also from Montana. Yeah. Uh, so we are <laughs> one of we are all one fucking area code right <laughs> I prob- maybe the only one There's, I think North Dakota oh probably no one was there yeah. <laughs> <laughs> who fucking cares <laughs> those fucking cows are getting their mail so people work there no one lives there uh, yeah so that's gonna be cool as shit uh, Nick is fucking hilarious uh, that's a pretty cool connection, so we're really excited about doing that shit. Uh, mm. we'll, uh, don't have a date, but it'll be sometime this summer, and we'll keep you posted on that. Uh, man, that's gonna be fucking fun shit. We also have, uh, one of my, uh, buddies from the military, one of my best friends, the fucking illustrious Jake Beaton. Yup. Uh, so... Beaton! As you guys know, me and Jordan did that, uh, fight companion a while back. And Beaton was hitting us up. Dude, Beaton, uh, I'm pretty sure we weren't the only ones drunk in that, that night. Jake's lighting us up and he's telling us a bunch of shit. And then he had mentioned something about white lightning, white lightning something. And the boys thought he was talking about lighting. As in like, oh, <laughs> Like watching, light bars or yeah, something. Like, cool, man. It's, it's a real thing we, we're working on. Like, we, we gotta get studio some, lights, right on. We need, some, we need some lights so we can, you know, do our live streams better. So the boys were like, hey, your buddy Jake Beaton said he's gonna buy some lights. And I was like... I don't know about that. I don't know about that. I don't know about that. I know this motherfucker. So no shit, he hits me up last night and sends me information saying that he bought white lightning fucking chocolate bars. Challenge chocolate bars. Which is the hottest chocolate known to man. He bought us. It's hot. Not the second hottest. The fucking hottest. All right. To get a, to get us all of the chocolate costs well over $100. Our boy came, came through. Shout out to Beaton. Yeah, shout out to Jake Beaton. Came through, and that shit's coming in. So next podcast, we're going to do a live stream at the end of it. By the way, tentative, but most likely a live stream at the end of the podcast. So not only will you be able to see us while we are well, recording. Beaton wants us to do the live stream so he can share it and like put us out there. He says, he, yeah. he, hey, by the way, I support. I love that you said you wanted to support and believe in us. And this cool and that. as shit. That's, dude, rad, that's dude. fucking awesome. Super rad. I don't know you, but your reputation precedes you. So. Yeah, I talk You're about a gentleman among scholars. <laughs> So, uh, so yeah, at the end of the, the probably our next podcast, we're, <laughs> we're going to decide that we're going to eat this fucking the hottest chocolate on the man and try to finish the episode. With a little live companion yep. to finish the podcast episode. It'll be episode eight, right? Because it's coming Yeah, soon. it'll be episode eight. Episode so eight. Next week. The, the live stream will start at the end of our recording the episode of us eating the hottest chocolate. And we're going to be like, this is strange, rich. Just well, watch it up. Hold, yes. hold the fuck on. I just uh, threw up a quick Google search. Give me, give me your best guess at the. Are, you're, fa- you're familiar with with the Scoville units yeah, on, yeah, yeah. On, on hot sauce and shit, right? Uh-huh. What do you think this measures out at? Three hundred thousand. Not even close. Shut the fuck up. Not even fucking. How much does it go, Pepper? 
give what's one ghost pepper. Yeah, what's one ghost pepper? What is like one fifty? Something like that. Yeah, one hundred fifty thousand. I've, I've had ghost pepper extract sauces that were in the five hundred thousand range oh, that shit. were pretty gnarly. One point two million. That. Not even fucking close. What? Are you ready for this? Five point five million. Nine million. So, in the words of Billy the Kid, it ain't easy being pals. It's gonna tear a hole in our Bro, stomach. Bro, we're gonna be fucked up. I'm destroying the fuck out of that toilet in your house, Brett. Sorry about it. This is becoming the, let's destroy Brett's fucking toilet episode. Oh, <laughs> By the way, hey, so after having talks with my boys, I'm pretty sure I have a fucking ulcer. And I'm still You're doing it anyway. <laughs> we ain't no bitch. We ain't no bitch. Dude. To put that in perspective, 9 million Scoville units is 900 times hotter than a jalapeno. Fuck me. I eat one jalapeno nowadays and I shit my brains out for two days. Oh my God. We're staying here that night. Oh <laughs> no. no, we're not. I'm going home because we're all going to need separate toilets. I was going to say, if you're, <laughs> staying, if you're staying the night, I'm going to shit all over your backyard. Catch all that shit. Trevor already said oh. in the chat that if we had the fucking thing recording all night, you would just hear the rumbles coming from the distance. Dude. <laughs> Nine million? Shut the fuck up. I. That's why I ate fucking well over $100 for five fucking bars, dude. Dude, I... Dude, I'm telling you, when I said 300,000, 300,000 will make you sweat hard. Holy shit. I've, I I love hot sauce. I've had a lot of hot sauce. I love sauces. it too. My body just gave out on me and I can't keep eating it. I still do it. It sucks. Yeah. So that's something you can look forward to. We're going to live stream that, but we're also going to do it while we're recording. Uh, so you'll get kind of an inside peek of our process while we're recording, yeah. while we're doing that live stream. That's pretty cool. A little behind the scenes footage. Yeah. Lucky <laughs> live. You. Lucky you. By the way, just in case you guys didn't, like, didn't take it serious, like we've been saying that our fans should send stuff in, we'll do yeah. it. By the way, a fan did. You're about to watch it, so take heed. Fucking do the same. You guys want us to do some shit, send us Yeah, shit we're in. not talking like snorting fucking, uh, what does Steve-O do on Jackass? Wasabi? You know what? We're not talking like that. We're talking like... I mean, I might like, do that. On the other hand, I did make $5 the other day. And that's true. <laughs> oh, what? Oh, I made, yeah. I made five bucks off a guy from work. Uh, his name so, isn't Leon. I, uh, I'm a little oh, risky. Sorry, just, his name is Rion. Rion. I'm a little risky just in day-to-day life, apparently, because I buy sushi from the grocery store. Uh, <laughs> I so, take chances. Hey, man, so, good, hey danger's my middle name. Bro. By the way, there ain't no ocean anywhere near here. Yeah. <laughs> my favorite grocery store sushi. Just to set the set the scene here, I picked the sushi that had the, the least weirdest color of mayo on top. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, we're, we're, we have a high taste in food. Yeah. Pretty, yeah. What's it look like, though? Top shelf bitches over here. Yeah. See, so, yeah, I bring this fucking tray of sushi back from lunch, and I'm sitting in the parking lot smoking my cigarettes, and Leon looks over and said, Hey, I'll give you five bucks if you eat that whole mound of wasabi. I said, <laughs> Bet, bro. <laughs> I fucking love that guy. <laughs> Later that day, I had five dollars in my pocket. And wicked hot shit. It shows it. And I really don't understand why I did not let you videotape me when I was doing I that. Do. I was just like, five dollars? Yep, deal. Fucking threw it up in the air, caught it in my mouth like a seal. I'm like looking at titties on my. <laughs> I'm like looking at titties on my phone in the corner of the edge. Of the I didn't even know what happened. Dude, like, I, just just look just go, I look over and he's just he's just kind of dying. Brett's just sitting in the corner looking at some titties. Oh shit, what's going on? I, I no, literally I turned to him. I said, "I just made five dollars, bro." He's like, "What? What just happened?" And he'd been there the whole time. I've done it before. Well, he was sitting next to me, like, I, yeah. yeah, yeah. By the way, it, I'm telling you, if you think this shit's fake whatsoever, it's not. We have to tell each other to shut the fuck up at all times because we're wasting shit we're gonna say in the podcast. Like this is. 
What you hear and see is what you get. This is legit. Hey, save it for the fucking podcast, all right? Save it for the fucking... Hey, shut the fuck up. Shut the fuck up. Shut the fuck up. Seriously, all the time. Write that shit down. What are you doing? Are we forgetting to tease anything? We tease Nikki T. We tease the White Lightning chocolate bars. Jake Beaton. Yeah, Bobby Loveless, you're still on my mind. We gotta get you on at some point. Oh, SVG. Yeah, so... Uh, I'm assuming I'm talking about what you're talking about. I <laughs> have reached out to a fighter that is fighting oh, in an event uh, in a few weeks from now. <laughs> mm-hmm. um, he and his woman actually are the main cards on that event. Pretty cool. Yeah, dude, that, cool. that's power couple. So they're uh, fighting each other. Right? Oh, they're to break into <laughs> fighting each other. <laughs> man, man, just kidding. And in the event that this interview happens, which I really hope it does, because I'm going to pursue it and either annoy the shit out of him or getting on, get him on the show, and that's my job is. Uh, uh, Producer, producer extraordinaire. extraordinaire. That's right, motherfuckers. You know, right, man, I'm just kidding. I'm a, I'm a talking expert. Drink that beer, pussy. <laughs> <laughs> I'm just kidding. I'm just kidding. So, uh, Guzzle. Just, just in case Guzzle. this does happen, I'll go ahead and tease their names. I'm trying to get Gage Saunders and Marnik Mann both on the show, potentially. Yep. We're going to interview those two. They're going to fight uh, within a couple days of that show. They're gonna, actually... Uh, it won't be next episode. It'll be the episode after, so stay tuned for that shit. Which town is that happening in? Hey, let's, uh, I'm going to see if we can push some shit around. We'll go watch the fights. Yeah, for those of you, you in the, the yep. area, I, I may be out oh. camping that night, so I won't be able to. Well, that's if cool. that that's doesn't fine. happen, then I'm going. He might be preoccupied. Yeah. So in which case, we're going. Yeah. Uh, but if it does happen, uh, well, if the interviews do happen, that'll be cool as shit. And it'll be not next episode, but the episode after. So. Okay, hey, if we end up going, we'll probably know us after like fucking... 12 beers we'll end up live streaming some of it so I mean, yeah. we'll, hey we'll bring you guys with you'll see it too uh, if you're in the the area it's it's uh, June 27th it's a Saturday at the Majestic Valley Arena if you're not in the area then this information does not pertain to you so sorry about it uh, <laughs> sorry about it uh, you got anything else? Uh, clitties and titties fuck bitches get money Word. So on, <laughs> on that note, uh, we will go ahead and wrap up here. We will be back with you with another exciting episode next week. And Trevor will probably be here for that one, maybe. We miss you, Trevor. Be back next week. Love you, buddy. Hey, hey, next week's chocolate, so Trevor's got to be here. Yeah, next week's yeah, chocolate. I, yeah, for sure. I'm white not, I'm not white lightning shits. Dude, this is so next bad. Week. Well, until then, this has been Strange Range. I'm Chase. Jordan. Brett. We're drunk. We're out. I'm Trevor. Yeah, can't go.